Hello, and welcome to 1011K. I am your host, Mike Lopez. And as you can see, a lot has changed since the last episode. We are in our new location. We have relocated. We are working on getting things to look a little bit as they should, you know. Still getting the the look down, getting our aesthetic out. I apologize for the uh, shot of my kitchen, but unfortunately that's how the cam- camera angle is going to work for right now. Um, but since our last episode, there has been a lot, I mean a lot, that has gone on. So we're going to just, rather than sugarcoat it, we're going to just jump right in, get down to the nitty-gritty, and make it so we can go over the really big news that has happened in the last six months. Okay, so biggest announcement was uh, at 8 p.m. Eastern on January 29th, news broke that Billie Jean King Enterprises and the Mark Walter Group decided that they were going to purchase the PHF. With the purchase, every contract that was signed by PHF players at that time were null and void. Okay. Per the press release, the Mark Walter Group plans on making one league uh, happen via a new league come January 2024, meaning everything that was the PHF that existed before June 29th is no longer, is done, is gone. If you've been following, uh, paying attention into the women's hockey uh, landscape, this is not news to you. We're just going over it for those who are just little on it, uh, haven't been following as much and are... Just trying to get caught up on everything. Okay. With this, PHF players learned uh, about the, the losing... PHF players learned about uh, the voiding of their contracts and the disillusion of the league via a Zoom call. Uh, roughly around the same time that it was made public that the league was folding. Um, the Boytons, who owned four of the seven teams, uh, will continue in the new league in some capacity. It has not been uh, it has not been released to the public. It is unknown. We just were told that they're going to continue in some capacity. What that means? Um, former PHF commissioner uh, Reagan Carey will join the league in some management capacity. Um, from what I heard, a lot of the national team members are not happy with this because she was one of the negotiators when the past, in 2017, was she 17, 17, 18, uh, when the National League boycotted the uh, women's world uh, in hopes to get a better contract. Uh, that contract came in the, you know, 11th hour, and everything was, you know, games were played as scheduled. Um, also, uh, part of the leadership is uh, Jana Hefford. Uh, she's in a leadership role in the league. Um, part of uh, one of the figureheads and the board of directors is Stan Kasson. Uh, some sports fans should know, if, especially if you follow... Uh, Major League Baseball, 
He is one of the owners of the Los Angeles Dodgers. He also seems to, as of this point, as of this recording, one of the be, uh, be one of the major uh, figureheads, kind of the one that usually puts out, you know, when there's a press conference, he does most of the talking for the league. Um, because if you couldn't tell, we are very big PHF fans here at uh, 1011 Care. We're going to be putting together a tribute video as soon as we get settled. Please be on the lookout for that. And we'll see how this league goes from there. The PHL, or Professional Women's Hockey League, was officially launched on August 29th, 2003. The league announced there would be six teams uh, in the following locations. Boston, Minnesota, uh, New York, Ottawa, Montreal, and Toronto. As of this recording, there are no names for the team. They're all just PWHL city name. Per Stan Katzen, uh, teams should have names by the start of the season. However, they may not necessarily have logos. Um, there's a lot of, you know, talk that it's probably just going to be like very simple, very basic uh, jerseys and what have you for when the league starts. It was also announced that there would be limited free agency uh, between September, 10th, uh, September 1st and September 10th, with full free agency starting after the draft. Um, and it, uh, per the rules, in order to be eligible for free agency, you have to have at least signed up for the draft, meaning you could have gone undrafted, but as long as you signed up, kind of, uh, you were able to be uh, a free agent. You were in the free agent pool. It's kind of similar to how the old uh, CWHL rules were, where you could sign up for a draft and... You know, you would sign up for a draft, you would name where you wanted to go, and then had a chance of being drafted. If you weren't drafted, because as long as you signed up, you are eligible to be signed as a free agent. Uh, in accordance with the CBA, which had been hashed out by the then w, uh, PWHPA leaders roughly around the same time, the folding of the PWH, uh, I'm sorry, PHF was announced. Um, teams were allowed to sign three attendees, uh, three players, not three attendees, that would be nice, three players to a three-year contract uh, during that limited free agency. Um, among the attendees who were signed were uh, during limited free agency were Emirates Mashmeyer, who went to Ottawa, Henri Debien, who went to Montreal, and Aaron Frankel, who went to Boston. There have been since then, since the draft, there have been more signings, and we will do that in the next episode. We'll go over every player who was signed, whether they were free agent, what have you. Every, I'm sorry, every attendee that was signed, and whether or not they were free agent, and what have you. Okay. Uh, the inaugural PWHL draft took place on September 18th. Um, to be eligible to be drafted, like I said earlier, you had to register for the draft. Out of over 200 potential draftees, 43 attendees registered for potentially 12, maybe 18 spots. Uh, attendees that 
that registered include Amanda Levier, Emma Soderberg, Elaine Truly, Abby Levy, Corinne Schroeder, and Nicole Hensley. Um, the draft was held at CBC headquarters in Toronto, um, with the draft order chosen beforehand. Minnesota got the first pick. Uh, I have a list of the draft order. Actually, speaking of the draft order, I will show it in a moment. Um, the draft was held was 15 rounds, and it went in snaking order. So kind of like a fantasy draft, per se. So it basically was one team drafted. They went one through six, and then the sixth team drafted first spot in the second round, and so on and so forth until they went through all uh, 90 picks. And here is said draft order. The PWHL draft order is as follows. Minnesota, Toronto, Boston, New York, Ottawa, and Montreal. When all was said and done, here are the list of the attendees that were drafted during the PWHL draft. Recently, we've seen three attendees do their best Madden Rameau uh, impersonation. Starting with, on August 24th, 16-year-old Rhea Stewart made her debut in net for the Cape Breton uh, Eagles of the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. Uh, so basically, that's low-level junior hockey. Uh, Rhea stopped all 24 of the shots that she faced during her 30 minutes of ice time, and Unfortunately, it appears that she is no longer on the roster as of this recording. Six days later, in an exhibition game in uh, Finland, Sarah Grand of Luleå. Six days later, in an exhibition game featuring Luleå's SHL team versus a Finnish team. I'm not sure if it was the national team or one of the their Liga teams. Uh, called up Sarah Grun, uh to fill a roster spot. The SHL team was down two goalies due to injury, so they called up Gron and uh, their J20 or Junior 20 team, uh, Tenti. With five minutes left in the second, Gron was called to go between the pipes. Uh, Gron proceeded not to give up a goal um, for the rest of the game until both teams went to a shootout. Now, when she entered the game, Lulea was losing 4-2. They came back to tie it, only to lose in the shootout. Graham became the first woman ever to play in an SHL game, and afterwards she stated that this was a dream of hers since she had since she was a little kid. So congratulations, Sarah, for fulfilling your dream. On September 18th, uh, it was announced that former Butte, Whale, and AIK uh, attendee Mariah Fumi, Fujimagari uh, had been signed to a pro, contra- uh, pro tryout contract with the Kalamazoo Wings of the ES- ECHL. I apologize, my mouth is not working today. Um, Fujimagari played the third period and overtime for the Kalamazoo Wings, in which uh, leading them to a 3-2 overtime victory. Uh, she did give up three goals on 17 shots, but she was named the third star, the third star of the game, and was uh, was the first woman in franchise history 
to enter a game and earn the first victory for the franchise. First woman to earn a victory for the franchise. Um, even though she was lauded on social media, the, uh, the Wings did this grand promotion and grand celebration of her game. She was cut the very next business day. Uh, because that's how men's hockey seems to go. I'm going to stop the salt. All right. On November 14th, Naomi, uh, I'm going to screw this up. I apologize. Bickler becomes the first woman tendy to play for the Las Vegas Thunderbirds of the USPHL Premier Division. Basically, the American version of juniors. So it's basically uh, high school age children trying to uh, harness their talent so they can be scouted by colleges and what have you. I believe Buchler is going to Yale, but do not quote me on that. I believe she's a Yale uh, committed committed to Yale, but do not quote me on that. Um, Buchler got the start and made 21 saves out of 25 shots to earn her, the first victory, her first victory, and become the first woman to do so in the USPHL Premier Division. Also, she is still on the roster as of this uh, recording, so congratulations, and we need more teams like the Vegas Thunderbirds to, when you sign a woman goalie, making sure it's not just a promotional thing. After 94 international games, uh, Caroline Lambert of France played her final international game on April 11th during the Women's World Championship. Um, it was a game against Sweden. I was there. There was a nice little celebration for it afterwards. And congratulations, Caroline. Uh, best of luck in wherever you go next and whatever you do next. Former Buffalo Butte attendee Louisa uh, Bernson uh, has signed on with another name I'm going to screw up, Sodertale SK of the Nationale Dem Hockey League, basically the league below the SDHL. Okay. Blanca Skadova of the Czech national team, uh, originally uh, playing for HIFK of the NASA League has since signed on with AIKA of the SDHL. HIKA uh, is currently in the bottom of the standings of the SDHL and have had uh, tendy issues all season. The signing is in hopes to get her uh, get turn the team around and salvage their season. Dennis Savalainen of uh, Kiko Espo of the National League. Uh, Unfortunately, announced her retirement at the beginning, uh, prior to the start of the season. Um, her retirement is due to lingering concussion issues that she received last year and have not since uh, have continued to stay with her. Again, best of luck in retirement, Jenna. We wish you well and we hope you for a speedy recovery. On October 19th, Former uh, Team Canada, CWHL, and PWHL attendee, Genevieve Lacasse, uh, announced her retirement from hockey. Uh, 
It was also announced that she will be taking a role in the newfound PWHL front office, though what that role is has not been specifically announced. Uh, I believe it's like fan interaction from what I've heard. Again, I haven't seen anything confirmed on their site, but that's what I believe. Uh, LaCasse also uh, spent the summer. uh, She married long-time Team Canada player and former Calgary Inferno player, uh, and Tendi Emirates Mashmeyer. So, best of luck to you, uh, Genevieve, in whatever your role is in the PWHL. On November 1st, former Connecticut Whale Tendi Mary Reisenen announced that she had signed with the Gladiators HD of the second division in Finland. Uh, this is a men's team. Um, according to Risenin, the deal is for the whole season, and the reason that she took it was because it's closer for, to home, so it makes it a lot easier for her to, you know, have a base of operations. Two teams left their uh, respective leagues uh, in the offseason, while one gained entry into their top level. So, in April... Luco of the NASA League decided, uh, announced that they were dissolving their team. Uh, let me rephrase that. Luco announced they were dissolving their NASA League team. Um, citing difficulties in recruiting and retaining players, the team withdrew from uh, the league at the end of the season, stating they would be continuing their youth program. Um, players who believed the team that could, could be salvaged were not consulted before the, the decision was made. And because, as you heard earlier, I want to be a little salty. Luko's counterparts in the men's league are still active. Uh, Shenzhen KRS of the Zentai Hockey League withdrew from the league after the 2023 championship. Uh, the stated reason is to focus on developing the game domestically. So, with the desire to return to the Group A division in the IIHF and qualify for the Olympics outside of the hosting year. Um, the newfound Chinese, league, uh, Chinese Hockey League will be playing a tournament-style season. So teams will be ranked, they'll be play, and then there will eventually be a winner. Okay? Uh, I believe some f- uh, f- international players, so some former PHF players, some PWHP players, maybe even some SEHL, then Sky hockey league players, etc., are eligible. However, goalies cannot have, uh, I'm sorry, teams cannot have a goalie as one of their import players. Established in 2022 with the uh, Frolunda HC was put together with the intent of joining uh, the SDHL. In their lone season in the NDHL, uh, the team completely dominated, uh, going 21-0 while outscoring opponents 247, uh, 244-7. Uh, with an all-star caliber roster, uh, Forlinda cruised their way to uh, the NDHL title and easily gained promotion into SDHL. Uh, the team will be taking the place of uh, Goldberg HC, who folded earlier in the year.
unfortunately, we are going to be ending this episode on a sad note. On August, 24, uh, August 20th, four members of the Gustavus Adolphus team uh, were involved in a two-vehicle accident. Gustavus Tendi uh, George Jones was one of the players involved. Uh, unfortunately, she did not survive her injuries. Uh, the 19-year-old helped Gustavus win their first Division Three championship, uh, national championship last March. After a team meeting, uh, the team has decided to play the upcoming season in Jordan, Jory's memory. Rest in peace, Jory, and stick taps to you.